0: going on, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Stereo Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa. Of course, I've got my girl Justine right there with me co hosting this thing. If you're new here, this is the show that showcases the importance of music and mental health. We invite guests on to share their own story of how music has made an impact as well as their own mental health journeys. Remember, if you want to support our little show this little engine that could all you got to do is leave a positive rating or review on any of the apps you are listening to this right now. It would mean so much to us and we appreciate anyone that's already done so. We love you guys. You can also say hi to us on any of the socials at Stereo Therapy, at Stereo.Therapy, whatever you wanna say, go find us, say hi. We love to connect with you guys. Our guest today on the show was hard rock vocalist, Katie McInnis. She is from the band For Those In Question hailing from Pittsburgh Pennsylvania know you're thinking another one yes somehow this podcast has made me find this wonderful music scene going on there and I'm forever thankful for that shout out to her husband Mike who is from the band old neon who we had on a couple episodes back he is the reason she is here and I found Katie and I'm so happy and thankful for him for that we talked to Katie about her early days of finding music riding in the car which we can all relate to and those key memories whether it was Pat Benatar or Joan Jett. So currently Amy Lee and Courtney from Spirit Box being inspiration and her evolution of loving and being inspired by music. We also touched on Katie's mental health journey, what she uses to cope, as well as just being a woman in music right now, whether it's on a local level and what we can do as a community to give the respect to women. And I loved this conversation Loved meeting Katie. Katie came in on a day. Justine and I both needed a conversation like this. Forever thankful. Everything she said. Love this conversation. I know I say that about every conversation, but we truly do. And we love meeting you guys and having these conversations. So I'm just going to shut up, but all the links below (laughs) will be down. Uh, Check out Katie and her band For Those in Question. They've got a lot going on and I'm, I'm really excited for that. But without any further ado, let's just get into it. Here is our conversation with Katie McGuinness from the rock band for those in question. And thanks so much for coming on too. I know a lot of it was your husband like reaching out and, yeah. and, that, and that whole connection too. It's just so funny how after I had his band on, then like, um, who was it? was it heading north we just had on yeah and then like yeah I'm like I'm somehow like I think I should just end up going in the Pittsburgh area and just relocating Mm -hmm. at this point because everybody I found is like it's it's cool though I love yeah you guys are somehow all connected too so it'll help maybe like boost you guys over there I hope 'Cause it looks like so much fun. Like it reminds me of back home where I used to live in Illinois and the music scene and everything and how tight knit it was. And it's like I had no idea liking old neon and having them on. Like, wow, they know uh, so many people. Like it's a really like
1: I just have to get out there. That yeah. yeah. I mean, like the just like local music in general, like out in this area is just huge. Mm-hmm. Like the scene is enormous. Um yeah. And there there's definitely something for everyone. So
0: yeah. And it's like shout out to Mike for having, you know, reaching out and being like, Oh, my wife would be wonderful for this. And after I checked out your page and your music, I was like, Oh, this is so different than we've had. Like we've had a lot of pop punk or even indie rock. We haven't had a band like yours. So it's really yeah. interesting. So I guess if you could if you go up to someone and say, for the first time listening to your music if you could describe your band uh, for those in question in three words, what would those three words be like before they're about to listen to a track?
1: Oh man. Um, I think, I think the first, one of the first words that comes to mind is introspective. Um, It's something that's going to like, if you, if you're really listening to it, it, it's something that's going to make you sit for a little while and think about Mm -hmm. Um, our, uh, our lyrics tell stories. um, And I, yeah, I, I think if you if you give it um give it an opportunity, give yourself some time to like listen to what we're doing, li- not only lyrically, but instrumentally as well. Like it's gonna make you like think and feel things. So I think introspective is definitely a good a good word. I wanna mm, I was gonna say progressive, but I'm gonna hold I'm gonna say I think alternative fits a little better for where we're at, like in our, our um current iteration of the band. Um, so there's, uh, like alternative elements to what we're doing. So not, um, not necessarily like super mainstream or following any particular format, but still uh, like keeping true to, um, the kind of like evolution of rock and metal. Um, so in that way, I would say alternative, um, and then fun, yeah for sure if if I have to keep it keep a simple word I would say fun yeah um especially how we um deliver our music like live it's just a fun atmosphere I think that kind of speaks to the the scene in and of itself which is you know something I could get into but um yeah it's something we're trying to promote um, that is it's something are we're, we're trying to be. And it's, some, it's something we're having while we're on stage. So
0: fun. Absolutely. Like, that's like me when I was looking at a couple of what I could find on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like look at what you were tagged in. And it does, mm-hmm. it looks like you guys are just having fun up there. Yeah. And it's like, that's the most important part. When we were talking to Heading North, they were saying that like, we just yeah. want to have fun. Like we we love what we do, but at the same time, it's all about that. And I, some of my favorite bands are the ones that I can tell are having fun. It's mm-hmm. like they enjoy this, whether they're a local band or they're like the biggest band, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what a biggest band I'm listening to now. I don't know. But I mean, I'm just thinking of them in absolutely like it makes me want to be like, let me see more of your band because I don't I... admittedly, I don't know too much. So that's why it's also exciting to have a band like you that is up and coming and that maybe in a year or two who knows where you'll be and we'll be we were so lucky to have her on this podcast and like look where they are now so like I I really do think that because it's so different what's out there in the
2: scenes
1: right now yeah yeah absolutely um I I would say like I I I comment on that earlier like there really is something for everyone like in Mm -hmm. the scene no matter like what you're into you're going to be able to find it and I think that's like just part of like the music mat, the local music magic Mm -hmm. of it all Oh,
2: absolutely and I ask this from every guest just to hear oh. all the different responses what are some of those first memories of falling in love with music oh
1: my gosh oh my gosh so my first memories of falling in love with music are all tied around riding in cars mm-hmm. um so like Okay, like with my dad, for example, like very specific, like early memories, riding in his truck, my dad had a truck. um, And we're, you know, listening to like, classic rock, like 80s hair metal, all the way up to whatever in the mid 90s was like modern at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was like, that one experience. Riding in the car with my mom was a whole different experience of like, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, like pop hip hop and r and um, So that's where like my, my interest in, in like that stuff came from. And then the other one I have to mention is like riding with my grandparents. So on my, um, my mom's parents, we were really close with and lived relatively close to each other. So we saw them a lot and like something kind of like nostalgic that comes up with that is like, listening to like oldie stations and they're, and (laughs) they're really nice Cadillac. Right. Um, so (laughs) things from like the Beatles and the beach boys and my grandma, oh my gosh, she loved Elvis. Um, so did mine. (laughs) Oh my gosh. my My grandma was a huge,
0: my mom's side was a huge Elvis fan.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. So like all of those kind of flavors that have like now influenced my, um, my like, my music identity, I guess. It so just like came from all of those different experiences of like being in the car with them.
0: Oh, like I've said it before too. I know Justine, you too. Like mm-hmm. I can think of like whether I was Alanis Morissette in the car or like any of that classic rock. Like my mom yeah. was big into like Meatloaf, REO Speedwagon. Oh yeah. Betty, <laughs> all that music that was around me. And then like once I got to the 90s, the alternative, like that's how I fell mm-hmm. in love with like Gavin Rossdale and Bush because she was like, oh, I want to listen to this or Smashing yeah. Pumpkins. All of that was in the car. And those key memories are definitely in the car with music and then me being like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to dive in or I'm going to go in my parents' Mm -hmm. record collection and find like, that's where I found like the cranberries. Like I found out so much music just by like, what did I hear in the car? What do they have on? And like, Mm -hmm. it was CDs back Mm -hmm. then too. So it was easy. Like, okay, here's my disc man. I'll just take a CD from their little collection. And, and honestly that's Mm -hmm. what led our paths. Like that's so, that's so cool because everybody has a
2: different story and that's, I can relate a hundred percent. I know mm-hmm. just seen you probably too. Like you've said, oh, it too. I, I legit stole CDs from my dad a lot and like never gave them back. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the other, the other thing too, like, I remember, I don't know if either of you had this in your household growing up, but the, like the briefcase looking things that like opened up and there were all the cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So we had like several of those. And I remember just deep diving like one day and finding like, all of this stuff and not coincidentally, maybe coincidentally, my first car had a cassette player. So let mm-hmm. me tell you, so did I yes. came up rolling to my friend's house and bumping some cassette tapes and I'm yes. not upset that I had that experience.
0: That's it. And like, it's people don't that. understand too. Like, yes. And they were in the area of like Apple CarPlay and like yeah. all, the, I, all the stuff. But back then it was your CD case or the cassette. My car had a cassette too. Like I would literally go to like, Walgreens when they had the singles and the cassettes and I that's how I found like third eye blind and I literally was like oh this 99 cents or a a dollar whatever TLC crazy sexy cool like all that was from Walgreens and getting the cassette and having it in my car because I had old Toyota Corolla so it was like yes people don't get it and how awesome that was to have those cassette tapes and CDs like Mm -hmm. I I know we're in the digital era that that feeling and finding that and discovering that that's like it's priceless like I still remember that all the time yeah
2: absolutely and like also like I feel like what they don't experience like we did with having like a hard copy was like looking at the pictures and the albums and having
1: the lyric lyric
2: (laughs) booklet. oh yeah
1: the lyric books how else did you learn the, the the words to a song exactly like like by by playing the album cover to cover and going through each page of each song and learning the lyrics like that's how we did it
0: yeah it's such a lost like thing like we were just talking the episode that comes out tomorrow is like some of the Mm -hmm. albums that are turning 20 and i'm like i remember getting these records and reading the booklet Mm -hmm. and sitting on my floor is like I don't know, I guess as emo as that sounds, but like, I remember sitting there and reading every word and I can, I need to sit with the CD on a Tuesday when they came out on a Tuesday and Mm. just enjoying that. So it's such a lost art, like, Mm -hmm. man, I want to go back, but I mean, and kind of when we were talking about your music scene a little bit and how Mm -hmm. there is something for everybody for you, what makes it so special? I mean, obviously there's something for everybody, which is a big thing, but other than that, what like i guess take us all there that maybe haven't been able to be there yet it
1: it oh, this is going to sound so like i don't know maybe cliche but like it really does feel like a community and i'm not just saying that as because you know i i'm on the band side of it even before that like i got to experience like being on the 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 audience side of that and it really does just feel like a place that you you want to be in that you belong to um and i think regardless if you're in the scene because you're in a band or bec- or be- uh, on the audience side because you love music, like, I think everyone has the same, like, core goals of, like, trying to foster just, like, good vibes and good times and um, trying to foster, like, um, making friends over a common interest. Um, I-, I think another thing, too, is, like, there are a lot of unique... Unique. Yeah. Unique's a good word. Unique atmospheres to, to find music in Pittsburgh as well. Um, So again, kind of speaking to the, that, that notion of there really is something for everyone. Um, I think one of the, one of the things that does make it so, so special for me, and I know for a lot of people in the scene, again, regardless of what, what, what part of it you are, band, audience, spectator, whatever, is that it really like, Every part of the scene fosters like a safe place for yourself, for you to be authentic. And I I really think there's a lot of like camaraderie in that.
0: Yeah. And that's so special too, because that reminds me of my local scene is like, that's where half my friends came from. Like, yeah, in high school, but like the majority Mm -hmm. were the ones like from different schools and different areas that like when they were in my small town's little scene. And then when I went to the city Mm -hmm you knew who was going to be there and you had those connections. And those are like my lifelong people Like, or the people that support this podcast the most are those, I guess, I don't want to call them show people, but that show community. So that's like, and again, like just seeing from the standstill of like social media, what's going mm-hmm. on over there where you live. It's it, again, it makes me as a show person want to go see it. I have to go experience it. like, I'm in Jersey, so it's not too far. Maybe I can make my trek, mm-hmm. you know, out
2: there. Um, So I can definitely see that. And I think that's just so important. Are there any specific artists that have made an impact in your life and inspired you as a singer or with just music in general? Yes.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. So kind of like speaking back to like my first experiences with, with music and the things I was hearing, I remember really like preferring to ride in the car with my dad sorry mom I love you um (laughs) because like there was just something about rock that was so like captivating for me Mm -hmm. um and I I think that that's still true in terms of like the the genres I listen to the most um so like some of those early early influences like hearing them for the first time so like my girl Joan Jett Mm -hmm. right hearing Mm -hmm. like bad reputation um Pat Benatar like I think that was more that was more of like something my mom would have been playing um but that um and then especially like her style too like I remember mm-hmm. just like loving that as a kid um Blondie right so yeah. some of those, some of the really early like female-fronted like influences and then as I got more into kind of like pre-teen early teens and I, I definitely still like look up to um Amy Lee mm-hmm. Evanescence <laughs> yes um that's yes. where my whole like love of like darkness came from. And I mean mm-hmm. that in a very like kind of like neutral way, like more more of like the the witchy kind of like macabre how like love Halloween yes. kind of thing really started from her. Um but also there was something like with Evanescence, there was something very like poetic and like theatrical about it, which I also was really into when I was younger. So that um uh why um, why am I blanking on her name this is so bad oh Lacey from Flyleaf yeah so that was another one that's really where like I heard like more harsh vocals with the with the female um front before and I remember just really like falling in love with that and being like I'm gonna do that like that's really freaking cool um so that's really kind of what has inspired like where I'm at today in terms of like what I like to do vocally. Um, and then I have like some of the, my more modern like influences as well. So like Courtney from spirit box, mm-hmm. um, I like, I am very obsessed with spirit box right oh, now. Same. listening to them like on the regular, um, uh, Maria from in this moment mm-hmm. would be another, would be another one. And then, um, Uh, Lizzie Hale too especially like her style so the she has like the real harsh like um gritty vocals um and she has like a very explosive like stage presence um and style as well so I would say like all of that I I just gave you like the the evolution of dance but in terms of the evolution of my musical influence
0: I love you're speaking our language because every name you've listed I'm like yes Yes. Yes. And I am obsessed right now with Courtney, uh, from uh, spirit box. I am literally like I for a long time was, but now it just, I love what she's doing. I love what she's doing in music. She is like the bucket list to ever be able to talk to. And it's just as I, all those people, and I can see a little snippet, definitely Amy Lee and you and the little bit that I've seen, mm-hmm. like I see those snippets or even like Lacey, like I see, I can see that. And it's always, that's so awesome. You kind of did give us that evolution of that. And those different from Pat Penitar to, you know, now we're talking current Courtney spirit box, but like yeah. I can absolutely. And I can say the same thing, Pat Penitar. One of my best things was when I did Riot Fest, I got to go to that in Chicago and Joan Jett was like a headliner. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, like out of all the names there, right? Like who's going to go see Joan Jett? I'm like me, like I, I skipped on like, these bands that all my friends wanted to see because I have to see Joan Jett. I will never be able to see her. And literally when she came out with that black coat and just her presence and her look, I was like, that is what gave me the push to even want to do anything. Although I'm not musically inclined, but like to be on this end was, Hey, you can hang with the boys. You can have that confidence. And she just was that look of confidence and still is. And I just, I adore Joan Jett. So she's so important to me in my life. And those, Mm-hmm. Any of those like singers you listed are so important for us women in in anything, whether it's life or music. Because mm-hmm. oh gosh, now I feel like I gotta make a playlist of that because like that yeah, so, so good, she's so good. And I mean, kind of talking about another female that's out there doing it. um Casey Carlson of Deadlands, which you recently got to play with for a second time. Of yeah. um, How is that? Because I love what Casey Carlson, I mean, admittedly I found her on TikTok like a year ago and to see what Deadlands is doing now for you, like how did you guys get on those shows with them? And how has she kind of inspired you in a little bit if she has it all?
1: Um, Oh my gosh. So like, I don't even know where to start with this one. So like my, um, first glimpses of her were, also on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Um and it was her doing all of those like like one page covers. Yes. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is like this is so fun and unique. And Mm -hmm. um and I love this. And I never put two and two together when the original like um like tour was announced. And we saw through one of the local like promoters like, hey, we're looking for opening bands. And this was for the show back in September. Mm -hmm. And you know the the um, band group chat just, like, kind of, like, blew up with, like, should we just reach out and be, like, hey, like, we're interested in doing this, mm-hmm. and we're, like, okay, the worst that's gonna happen is they're gonna say no, right. so like, just just do it, right, and so we did, we took a chance, we reached out, and they are like, yeah, you can be on the show, and we're, like, okay, like, mm-hmm. this is awesome, Um, so it kind of happened like that for the second one where we saw, um, that it was, I think we might've gotten an email in all honesty that this was announced and, but they didn't say anything about like needing, um, uh, like needing locals. We just immediately were like, tell them like, we want to play this show. Mm-hmm. Like we want to be the local opener again. And within like, no joke, like 15 minutes, they emailed us back and we're like, yeah, you're, you're in for this. So like, we, we were just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, yeah, it's just in the span of like less than six months and we get to play with this and just absolutely incredible band. And, um, so, so that's kind of like the story of, of, of getting on those shows. We literally just asked yeah, um, and put ourselves out there and said, Hey, we want to do this. So I, I hope that was, you know, a, a good thing we show initiative.
0: Yeah. No, I feel like the, everybody talks about that. Like you don't take chances you don't take right like the worst you can do is get a no or no response but you got like that amazing response that i mean like like you said like is was so incredible and Mm -hmm. uh, what they're doing right now is just Mm -hmm. it it's so awesome like i think that like to be on stage with a band like that i mean i don't obviously i don't play music but if early on Mm -hmm. whether what you're learning from them or you just enjoy them or like to have Mm -hmm. their fans taking you that had to be so incredible Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah, it it, re- it really was, and like we were not we were not expecting, I guess, like the amount of of support we were going to get from that, which is really really awesome. Um, that the that the first one back in September that we played, I remember I was after we had done um like our sound check, and our drummer had like walked out outside like to her car, and she came back in and her face just was like like just just was like wide eye and like Mm -hmm. mouth again and she was like there's a line down the block of people waiting to get in." we're like what so we all like green out and we're like holy crap like this is incredible and that was at that time the largest crowd we had played in front of um and that was all thanks to the you know the Deadlands and the the other band that was was on that original show. I mean, you know, we brought out a little bit of our crew as well, but it was nothing compared to to the totality of like who was there. It was it was incredible. Um, so
0: wow, and I mean, it's like I got to know too. I mean, because like she seems like her one takes Casey Carlson. Is she as cool in person as she seems online? Like, is she that? Is she who she is? And just that kind of. I don't know. She has that fierceness about her. I'm like, if I saw her in the street, I'd be a little intimidated. But like, yeah, is she as cool as she seems? I don't even know if she wants to seem cool. Like, she's just herself. It seems. But is she that person live and in in around you
1: and everything? Yeah, yeah. Ten out of ten. Um. So like, e- behind the scenes, really just like down to earth and yeah. and kind of like like, like straightforward, but also like very, very friendly, very personable. Um, and I think that reflects like in her stage presence as well. Um, yeah. So like the, you're, you're getting all, all of her yeah. on like that. That's just like who she is.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh. Uh, they're on, they're on my list to see because, um, they've come near me but mm-hmm. more so like in like more north in New Jersey, where I'm like, oh, you're okay. to a night where I can't go. And I'm like, I'm waiting. Just yeah. come a little bit closer. Like, give me that 40-ish minutes yeah. and I'll be there. I want to go check them out. And
2: uh, I know, Justine, you're going to touch a little bit on something that kind of goes along with that. As a female in hard rock music, what are the struggles or misconceptions that you face?
1: I don't, I don't, I'm not speaking on this from like a local music perspective, but just kind of like like from a general perspective, I think something that that's hard to sit with and kind of navigate is the the like over sexualization of females in, in music um yeah. because like that's just not like like that's just not our vibe. that's like not our direction. um and I think that's kind of that's a fine line in in the 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 scene in general, the the kind of like rock music scene in general that, you know bands are really like teetering on right now like how are you trying to promote yourself um and this is not me like hating on any specific band let me just point that out um but there are like certain certain bands where they they do rely on the sexualization of the their female members Mm -hmm. um and yeah so I think that's just like just trying to navigate that right now and like finding other um platforms to like rest the band on right
2: now oh definitely
0: yeah no I think yeah I can I can see some of those bands nowadays that um, do that and I like to think that we've changed a little bit but even me like we've we'll go through things too right like um, whether we do a pitch to a guest and you know a friend of mine that has a male all-male podcast I'll see them go on them and I'm like but you know <laughs> what's the difference? And you don't want to think Mm -hmm. that it's because we're two girls doing it. But even that on that front, I see like, like, man, when I started this, like 10 years ago, and like, just interviewing bands or doing this and that, I would have thought by now in 2024, it would have changed. It has, but it still hasn't. So I can't imagine what you go through in, in, whether it's in the community or on a bigger level playing music or just putting yourself out there right on the internet, there's always going to be that keyboard warrior. That's going to have something to say. So what do you think we have to do, whether it's locally or just in general to create a safer space for women and whether they play in music or they go to shows or they just want to be a part of that community.
1: I think it just comes down to um, respect, honestly, like, We are all in this room because we have a common interest right now. Um, And we want that to be like a uniting thing for us, Mm -hmm. right? We don't want it to be like, we we don't want to walk into the scene and like feel like we're isolated just because we're not part of, maybe part of the majority, right? Um, Although I, I will say that I am seeing a lot more, diversity in the in the local scene which I think is freaking incredible right now just kind of like a, as a sidebar side rant
2: yeah. um but
1: yeah, I think we just like a, as a female that goes to shows as a female that performs yeah we we just want respect Uh couldn't I mean I think that's perfectly
0: just to put it for anyone listening or just anyone involved is that that's all we want. Like, is that respect mm-hmm. and that, Hey, you know, or maybe not asked, you know, if we're wearing a band t-shirt, you know, to name songs, that would be nice. in this new year, that oh, would be, that would be really oh, yeah. great. Like, that would be a really awesome thing. Uh, I'll never forget when we were doing a Slipknot episode because we, I love Corey Taylor. I love, mm-hmm. and he's such a mental health advocate. And when we put it out over the summer, one of the first things was like, you're a poser podcast. And I'm like, dude all right first of all i need to put that on a shirt somewhere but second of all like Mm -hmm. oh like you can be a woman and like anything or a girl and just like what you like because it resonates with you or you're into it so like we just want that respect that same respect of like hey i'm wearing a slipknot shirt like i like them like Mm -hmm. come on there's space for all of us and like maybe you'll Mm -hmm. find out we're all just we can all be friends it's all cool
1: Mm -hmm. um yeah
0: But yeah i think anyone listening just give everybody respect that would be really nice for this year like let's just do that Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. again just kind of like tying to something i said earlier just like part in the part of what we're trying to do in the local music scene is like create um create that community right so like don't mess that up Mm -hmm. like don't mess that up
0: yeah yeah and like you know i'll say i'm like i've met a lot of great people that have given that respect and those are the people that i'm like remembering and like it's like they have my back like if i was in not in the room they would have my back and that's what it's
2: all about that community and I, what is something you are most proud of accomplishing with the band so far this year and we know it's been a year since your debut performance Mm -hmm. but what have you learned since then
1: oh my gosh um what have we learned since then? We've definitely learned more about how we how the band functions as a whole um and about the individual things that each each of us as a member like can bring to the band that just makes us that much better. So it's it, and, and we're kind of on our like, you know, next iteration of like what the band is, is going for and, and what we're, what we're trying to do um, musically. Um, So I think all of the stuff that we have been able to bring um, that we've all, you know, learned from each other over the last year has been really beneficial to like where we're trying to go. Um, So yeah, I think just the biggest thing that we learned is, is, is how to work together and how to perform together in in a way that's going to be, healthy um but also challenge us in like um in in positive ways that are going to lead to like a lot of growth I love that
0: no it that's so important is I would assume like when you're in a band is working together and that idea and again I can't wait to see where you guys are at I'm going to be following and and just to see um what comes because I just think that your band is just again such a unique. Uh, something I haven't heard in a while on the local front, and maybe it's just where I'm around right now is a lot of pop punk or indie, and that's yeah. cool. That's awesome. Like I, I like that too. But it, to hear something different, because even when your husband was like, he was like, they're a little different than you had on, but check them out. And um, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, but that's a good thing. That's what we want with this podcast. We want to mm-hmm. um lift up those bands that are different. So it was again. I know it sounds repetitive, but I am really excited to see where a band like you goes and what comes of it. Cause it's just, anytime I see something unique, it's like, I've, I'm there, I'm ready for it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, And obviously our podcast deals with the importance of music and mental health. And I know you deal with it in your field. Um, and for you, how important is mental health awareness to you, whether it's in your life, in your
1: field and what you've seen? Oh my gosh. Um, if I said anything other than extremely important, I would be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so yes, me- I mean yes. mental health awareness is is super important. I wouldn't have a job mm-hmm. if the the need for mental health awareness um, didn't exist. Um, so, as some like as someone who works in the field, you know, I want everyone to be living their best lives. Uh, to put it to put it simply and i think mm-hmm. therapy can be a really good way to help facilitate that process um so i mean i'm i i'm going to be a, a huge advocate for 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 that whatever that needs to look like for a person um in my personal life mental health awareness and um like like my just my overall like wellness is like super important right i can't function unless like all of the areas of my life are also functioning well Mm -hmm. and if you know something is feeling like off balance like well that's going to skew the way these other things feel so um I try to keep like a a nice like equilibrium in my life between whether it's like my 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 mental health my my emotional well-being my um my my relationships my friendships Mm -hmm. Um, things like that just try to keep everything in a really nice balance um, so I can yeah maintain that that equilibrium
0: yeah and I mean is there any have there been any artist or any or how is music really maybe when you were in a mental health rut has music at all served a purpose and
1: gotten you out of any of those ruts at all on the regular (laughs) I use music to help get me through things um, I I think that was my f- really my first like emotional experience with music was like that those preteen years where like I I really started understanding my feelings for the first time and like what they meant for me, but I didn't know how to process them on my own. Um, and not to sound like silly, but like music was there for me for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a song or an album that was able to, like, describe um, the way I was feeling in in various moments and at various points in my life. Um, And so I've always had that, like, deeper, like, emotional connection to music um, because of that, because of those early experiences of, like, using music to really help process what I was going through.
0: Yeah, it's almost like I know, Mike from Heading North was saying last week um, or the week before, Whenever I can't remember when we had them on, but um, for anyone listening, the episode was last week, but um, he was talking about how Origami Angel was almost like a friend. It was like that warm hug. And I think he put it so perfectly and it sounds a lot like you've kind of experienced a little bit too, where music is that comfort. And maybe when you're not, when people aren't around you, to help you out, you put on a CD or a record. um mm-hmm. Well, those are the same thing. Whatever. No, don't don't kill me, people. Like, but but <laughs> put on that artist, and they're there for you, and they're your friends. Yeah, it is. Like I can relate so much, and I know Justine. I had to ask that. I wanted oh, to yeah. ask specifically. So I'm sorry. No, I skipped ahead. Go ahead. No, you're
2: fine. <laughs> uh, something we also like to ask every guest is, what tools? Help you to aid your mental health. Um, You never know who is out there who is struggling that could just use some new method that they're not aware of to help them cope.
1: I have like all the things in my brain. I'm like I'm just like trying to figure out like which one do I pick? Which one do I (laughs) share with the world? Um. So if I have two things, one (laughs) keeping it music thing theme. One thing that I like to do, um, when I am trying to process, uh, stress, for example. Um, I love making like Spotify playlists just for myself to like capture what I'm feeling. Um, and I'll have like 10 songs on it, for example, and I'll name it something like really like wacky. Um, so being able to use music in that way to help. Yeah. Help, help like that, that just kind of like natural, like curiosities of my emotions. Um, and then to help like process and like, tell a story about how I'm feeling. Um, There's another one. So there's an app that I like. um, And this is a really good one for learning about emotions as well. Um, It's called How We Feel. um, And the icon's like a little like rainbow heart, I think. It's something along those lines, like a little rainbow heart. But basically it teaches you how to identify and express your emotions um based on like the the energy you experience with that emotion so there are like high and low energy emotions and then there are like um pot- the positive and negative energy emotions as well so it helps you categorize your emotion based on how it like how it feels and how it presents for you and then like um you can like log your emotions and like, it'll show you statistics if you log like enough, like within like a two week period of like, I don't know, different like patterns that you might be able to catch. Like, oh, am I feeling this particular set of emotions like early in the day? Like after I wake up, like, oh, what, I wonder what that means for me. And it can be a really good tool to like, take back to therapy with you if you do choose to go that route. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just a, it's a good way to just check in with ourselves, um, learn more about how things feel for us. And then possibly it could be a really good, like, um, therapeutic tool as well.
2: I, I, oh. uh, suffer from alexithymia a lot as an autistic, yeah. and I know a lot of people deal with that where you're not sure exactly what you're feeling or why, and like, why, what intense intensity that it's like that. So I think that could be like a really helpful app for not just statistics, but like people who are ADHD, even like, oh, I've yeah. never heard of that app before. I think that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So
1: like I, uh, I primarily serve neurodivergent populations in the work that I do. And I know that this app is like really popular with that population of clients. Um, so high key suggests checking it out um, and, and, yeah and it, seeing all the awesome things it has on there yeah I'm I getting it Kate. now I
0: got it now you were right yeah, oh, sure. I'm, gonna, I'm like while well, she's yeah. talking about it. let me make sure I get it because I'll forget <laughs> um because yeah that sounds so great and I think anyone listening to that like because I've never heard of that app I know Justine yeah. you haven't I had I- not heard of it, it
2: hasn't yeah. come over my radar yet
0: yeah and it's it's one of those things like I always highly suggest therapy if that's for you um mm-hmm. you know I'm starting the process to get into a new therapist and get into that myself. And it's like, but again, like something as simple as an app, like how great would that be at your fingertips to use that? And I can't wait to check out that app later. I'm like, I already got (laughs) downloaded on the phone. It's ready to go. But, um, thank you for sharing that. Cause again, like that's something brand new that I don't think anybody maybe was aware of either. So I'll definitely have the link to it too. Like the app, I'll figure it out what to do with that. But Oh, that's so awesome because I know Justine and I are always looking for new things. That's like why we love to ask about the tools because you never know. Like we had, you know, someone say collaging, someone say running, someone say reading. And it's like, it's so interesting because everybody has their own way to deal and we're all Mm -hmm. trying to deal with something. So oh, this is just, oh, this is so great. But I got to ask because we're, gosh, we're in 2024 now. We're in the new year. For your band, what do you want to see this year? What What do we wanna manifest here? Um, And any big plans you can maybe talk about that we don't know?
1: We are heavy into the like writing and recording stages right now for new music. Like we are, I can't give like too, too much away, Mm -hmm. but we are, uh, rebranding is like the wrong wrong word, but we are shifting our focus in terms of what we are writing. um so i will i will leave it at that and and let your imagination just kind of there like sparkle sitting with what that's going to be um so we we are working on trying to get um some new music out this year um as well as maybe some potential bigger shows maybe perhaps our first headlining show So if, if, if that is, um, within the universe for us this year, that will probably be towards the end of the year, but still something that we are trying to, to manifest for ourselves. Um, and so far in the pipeline, we have, um, we, we do have a show coming up, um, next month. So that is what we are um, working on now is what our, uh, set list is going to look like for that and, and getting prepared to play, play a local show with, um some some good friends
0: of ours awesome oh i again everyone's just gonna have to go to the link i put up and like go follow for those in question and see what's gonna happen because that mm-hmm. sounds so exciting and i guess if someone wants to find you guys i mean obviously i'll have the links but sometimes people just like to listen um where can people find you guys and head and find you guys i know obviously instagram We are absolutely on Instagram, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So
1: we're on a couple of the socials, Instagram, Facebook. Um, We do have a TikTok that we just started using. So we are in the process of making more content there and being a little more active on that platform as well. Um, If you want to listen, you can find us on your um, streaming platform of your choice. Um, Spotify, um, I believe we're on uh, Apple Music as well um I'm blanking on some of the yeah. other places but yeah the, those couple of main places so yeah main uh, on the main socials on most streaming platforms check us out
0: but this is this has been so awesome and I appreciate you taking the time I knew like before like you know full disclosure like before this Justine and I both have been having a week and I was like looking forward to this. And I was like, all right, And even before you came in, I was like, oh, it's going to be good. And I feel like we both just sort of needed this conversation. So yeah. like, we thank you because this is this has been so great. And you've said so many great things and we related and I can't wait to put this out. I'll I'll let you know what it is. But again, it was so nice being able to meet you and have you come on. And again, we I know for sure we we needed this. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. will, too.
1: Awesome. well
0: thank you guys so much yeah absolutely and we'll let you get back to your day but again thank you so much and yeah. again i can't wait to check out your band more like this like i you know just i'll i'll mm-hmm. make sure you have it and you follow them um yeah cause i know it's up your alley for sure so oh, definitely oh uh, have a great rest of your day katie and thank you all right guys and that was our conversation with katie mcginnis vocalist of for those in question Again, we just love this conversation so much, and we appreciate Katie taking the time to talk to us. As always, again, like I said in the beginning, all links are below. Check out Katie. Uh, For those in question, is going to be doing some cool stuff, and I'm excited to see what happens this year and beyond that and what's going on in Pittsburgh because they're pumping out these amazing local acts. So, again, I think we all just have to take a road trip to Pittsburgh at this point. As for Justine and I, we will be back talking about more records that turn 20. Really excited about this because their list is so long. And I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of bands that um, I loved and I still love. So we're going to talk about those. I know you guys enjoyed the first episode. Thanks for all the love on that one. We will be back next Tuesday. You know it. These episodes go up bright and early. So every Tuesday, these will go up. You guys will hear Justine and I next Tuesday.